Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett, and my learned colleague across the Zoom call. Oh, hello. It's Alex. Sorry. I did. I, you surprised me with that last week as well, and I just got shocked again by it. Uh, you're going to have to get used to this. I'll be hot on it next week, mate. I'll say it before you've even finished. <laughs> Thanks for joining again, Alex. Always, always a pleasure to be uh, virtually sitting across from you. So this week's uh, podcast, and apologies, we have had a break for a, a couple of weeks with, with the madness that is our lives going on. Um, but we're, we're going to catch up. And this week is a very, very hot topic, um, one that actually I'm really excited to talk to Alex about. Um, and, it, and it's based on the blog that's titled Why Vulnerability is One of Your Greatest Strengths as a Leader. And you know, vulnerable leadership and being vulnerable, vulnerability, whichever way you want to word the word, um, is something that has in the last few years, probably the last know, four or five years, become a lot more popular when we're talking and discussing about leadership styles. Uh, people like Brené Brown, I think, brought this to the forefront with her book, Daring Greatly, um, a number of years ago. And Simon Sinek, another you know, incredibly famous uh, influencer and, and sort of people development uh, person, it, it has also brought it to the forefront of people's thinking. But I, I do think it's misunderstood or, or not understood. And for me, uh, this blog actually, despite having been familiar with the term for a number of years, really kind of crystallized what it means in my mind kind of practically. And this is coming from a, a very kind of task-driven person in myself. So that's what we're going to discuss uh, this week. Um, before we get into it, welcome to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast. Thank you for tuning in again if you're coming back to us and uh, if you're new also a big welcome. Thanks for taking that time to, to, to download. Right then, Alex, vulnerable leadership and it being a strength for, for all leaders. I guess for people in general, it's a good trait to have, not just leaders, um, but I know you are a man of books, a man who has written books, a man who uh, reads books, and a man who has degrees all about books. So tell me about the word. Oh, you set me up for a fool there. There was so much. Oh, okay. There's pressure. Well, what I would start by saying is exactly what you said in the intro is that I think vulnerability has an identity crisis because if, for instance, um, a bit of research I did was just by Googling the word. If you Google the word itself, you can see that the synonyms all kind of point to different meanings. You know, you could look at vulnerability as, as weakness, but then I'm not saying that weakness is a, a leadership strength. What I'm saying is, if you look at other synonyms, you've got wide open, unguarded. Those types of things are great synonyms for vulnerability because that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, wh what we mean by vulnerability as a leader is you know, not trying to put on this facade of fake strength and being unflappable. What we're talking about is being real with yourself and real with other people um, and, you know, not being afraid to show your weaknesses and areas of development. 
um, and actually using them as a strength, as we say in the title. Um, so I'm happy to hear, Tom, that as you were saying at the start, you were a little bit unclear. Now you're crystal because that means the blog has served its purpose. You know, um, and it's completely true, mate. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I tried to read uh, Daring Greatly by Brené Brown, which I think was the, the title that really brought vulnerable leadership into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And if I'm honest, I struggled. It's too deep for me. Like, it's a fantastic book. I know people who have remodeled their lives around it. For me, I was like, wow, this is too deep in my brain. Mm. And all of a sudden, when I was reading it, I was thinking, yeah, like, vulnerable does have those really bad connotations. Like, if you were talking about, I know, a vulnerable animal, you're thinking of an animal that that may be sick or it's got itself into a precarious situation. And, you know, it could be a, a life in the situation. It's not a good thing. Yeah. But then reading the blog and thinking about the 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 other synonyms and the, the stuff we'll go into about why you should be a vulnerable leader in a moment all of a sudden i realized what we mean by vulnerable leadership is just being a cool human being a cool human being who is has the confidence and ability to be open and honest with people around them and that's why i say I, I know we're talking about vulnerable vulnerability as a leadership trait here, but actually if you take this on in life and you are open and honest with people around you, I think there is not a piece of your life that it won't benefit. No. And as you say, it's authenticity. It's about being genuine. I'm actually super happy that you brought up animals because we actually say in the blog itself that could you imagine being an animal, but not being aware of your own vulnerability? Like, because you obviously wouldn't last very long. You'd, you'd not be aware of potential predators. You'd walk around um, as if nothing's ever going to happen to you because you're this strong, you know, you're the strongest one out of all of them and you don't need to fear predators or, or environmental changes. And suddenly you're, uh, you're gone. So it's, it's all about, again, knowing your vulnerabilities and being able to adapt as animals do, as you've just said. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Knowing that, I don't know. If you're an ant, you might get stepped on if there's big noises around. So you run into your to your house. That's that is you know that you're vulnerable, and so you've made a strength. You've made this incredible nest that will protect you and protect the the, the group. My brain was trying to tick over into an example of an animal that adapts, and what I've now discovered is I need to watch a lot more David Attenborough. Um, (laughs) the first one i came to think about was ants literally because i've got a huge ants nest outside my back door and uh yeah they all run and scamper away which i'm sure there's more powerful metaphors or examples we could have given here but ants they're 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 cool yeah well birds birds fly in the winter to get away from um whatever they get away from and you know they do that because they're aware that if they don't they'd be vulnerable there's an example. It wasn't particularly specific. Your ant one was much more specific. Um, but there we go. That's a that's an area of weakness for myself. See, I've now discovered, and now I will go and sort that out. <laughs> oh, so we've established that vulnerable leadership is just a, is a cool thing to do, and that although you have a lot of knowledge on stuff like this, um, David Attenborough, you are not. Yeah, this is not an animal and nature podcast, thankfully. Yeah, cool. Right. Well, let's swiftly move on from animals then and go into the the reasons why, as a leader, um, but also just as a as a a human in in our society, why I guess bringing in a little bit more vulnerability 
is of benefit to you. And um, I think, yeah, we're going to talk about the, the why, the how we might, we'll probably touch upon now. There is, we have got another blog actually, which covers the how to be more in a little bit more detail. And um, if you Google vulnerable leadership, it's actually the number one Google search as, as, as I write, as we record this. So, well, hey, and we're above Simon Sinek, I'd like to, to, to point out. So <laughs> I'm just blowing our own trumpet. So the first reason and the, the first sort of result of, of being more vulnerable is about authenticity. Um, so tell us a bit more about that, Al. Yeah, so as we touched on there, I think it was ju- we, we're talking here about being yourself and being authentic and and, you know, being real with people and, and yourself. And it must be, I mean, I've heard stories, I'm sure you've heard stories, Tom, of people that say that they, they. I know you have to behave differently when you work. There are still social etiquettes that exist, um, but people that are drastically different, exhibit different personalities and are just you, unrecognizable almost to what they're like in their, in their normal life, um, which I think must be hugely exhausting. It must be really tiring to have this, you know, alter ego almost that you that you portray when you're at work so what we said here was about it by being authentic you it's it's much more healthy it must be so mentally taxing to try to you know push feelings and and things that you would naturally do to the back of your mind and go well actually what would a leader do in this situation i have to act like this um whereas it's much easier to act in a way that you would naturally act yeah um yeah so it, it seems pretty straightforward although i think it's surprising the amount of people that probably filter themselves quite a lot and think actually do you know what i'm not going to be candid here i'll um i'll strip back what i actually think and and show my people something different because that's hugely unhealthy un- unhealthy for you but also as well it's unhealthy for them because yeah. a lot of people can see straight through it and i don't think people realize that yeah yeah absolutely and just to be clear so what we're saying here is if you're going to be a more vulnerable leader you need to be more authentic you need to yeah be yourself at work and as you say you know we you know we are a business that that operates in developing leaders but what we would never do is ask anyone to be different but to go against what they, their their values and their feelings inside it's about refining it and and thinking about how it comes out but you want to portray yeah, your your natural personality. Um, yeah, and um, sorry, this is almost a gag-worthy turn of phrase. Um, but you know, people talk about letting it all hang out. That's not what we're talking about. Um, it's just again, it's just about unfiltering yourself slightly, and and just knowing that as long as how you're reacting is still professional, then then it's fine. Yeah, you know, there, there's, there's... to to not do that is quite old-fashioned now. You know, yeah. I think. If you go back uh, I don't know, a few decades, um, you'd put on your your business suit or or whatever, which would almost be like your your armor. And then I think it was almost seen as the thing to do. Um, and I might, I might be completely wrong. I wasn't working more than two decades ago, but um, you know, it was almost like you were expected to be a leader. You walk in and you are this knight in shining armor that can mm. handle anything and can deal with anything and be unflappable and all that sort of stuff. Whereas yeah. now, no, you, you're not supposed to be that person at all. Well, you're talking from your experience of being a leader on the playground. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you're right. When we talk again about what do you think a leader is? If you have those feelings of, well, they've got to be strong, they've got to be powerful. They've got to be unflappable. Well, 
It's a bit outdated. It all seems a bit outdated. Modern day leadership isn't that way. Modern day leadership leads towards more being honest with people and being open and, and you know, completely yeah. transparent. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it does seem a bit outdated if you if you think as a leader, you need this bulletproof armor. Yeah. Um, because people just don't relate to it. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Awesome. So the, the second um, point in the blog is about to be a more vulnerable leader is about uh, being aware and embracing your weaknesses. Um, and it is about looking at this whole relationship that we have with weakness um, again, as a leader, but yes, as a, as a person, um, we want to avoid going back into some dodgy animal examples here, but um, it's about how no one is expected to be perfect. Again, we're not that knight in shining armor. It's about being able to say to your team, I'm not very good at that. And them seeing that you have that weakness and not seeing it as a negative. Hmm. Um. I always think when it comes to leadership topics, this is going to be a reference that maybe some people don't get. Um, Tom, have you watched the, the Office, the US or UK Office? The UK Office, yeah. Oh, the UK Office, okay. So, the US well, one's good too. The US one's brilliant. I won't go into it now, uh, but there's a lot more series and a lot more laughs. Um, but what I always ask myself, especially in certain situations, is what would Michael Scott or David Brent not do? And then that is the thing to do. And I've actually been watching a lot more of it this week. And I think this is just some self-awareness sometimes is, is so important. And in, in that series, obviously, if you're familiar with it, he has a shocking lack of self-awareness and often ends up embarrassing himself. Um, and this is just, again, knowing where you're at in your own journey yeah. and, and being okay with the fact that you don't know everything or, or that you're not this leadership philosopher that, say, Michael Scott pretends to be. You're someone that's always working on becoming better and you're willing to to tell people about that and you're not pretending to be the finished article because no one is. Well, and also this is business 101, right? Mm. This is, you know, you start a business, you join a business, you cannot be everything you need to run a successful organization. You know, Richard Branson, billionaire, uh, ma- like one of the most famous entrepreneurs in the world. If you read anything he's written, he talks about how he's the sort of creative spark behind his businesses, but he's always had people who ask him the difficult questions, who control the finances behind stuff. And that's him knowing where he's strong and embracing his weakness and bringing in someone better to do it, which is case in point and a very practical business reason for doing this. Well, and there's, there's two ways in which this can go wrong as well. The short term and long term, because in the short term, if you aren't okay with having a weakness in a certain area and you get found out, um, you know, that obviously is very bad. Although at the same time, we just, we've already spoken about how leadership has changed in the last, yeah. you know, two decades, three decades. If you're not okay with weaknesses and you're, you're not noticing even changes around you that are happening around you, um, then you're just going to get left behind as well. So it's short-term and long-term. It, it, it's going to affect you in both. So yeah. it's, it's just not, it's, again, uh, you like to think that we all, kind of have a have an idea of where we need to improve um we all know what we're good at but you would like to think we know where we want to be to to get to where we want to be um but yeah some people perhaps hide it some people deny the fact that they have weaknesses um but it just doesn't benefit anyone yeah and i can't remember which blog it was but a previous blog and podcast we were talking about how empowering it is oh it was in the saying no podcast how empowering it is 
to say no and get someone else to do it. And I guess in this context, saying no, that's not my area of strength or that is a weakness of mine. Can some like can somebody else do it? Can also be hugely empowering. Yeah, because uh, again, a leader has a team, and how a leader uses their team and empowers their team is is critical to how effective they are as a leader. So you're 100 right. Yeah, pretending you know everything and going, oh, I'll tackle this. This is fine. Um, you know, doesn't always end well. Yeah. Whereas if you know the strengths of your team and you know that you don't have those, or you would like to develop them one day, um, it's better to delegate 100. Yeah. percent So the next. Um, strength that comes from vulnerable leadership is developing your resilience and it's another topical subject at the moment uh important subject at the moment um about developing resilience as a person as a leader and being vulnerable helps that right yeah so this actually follows on nicely from the previous point if we if we said about you you, i'm not saying you do i'm using you as an example tom here if you said to me, uh, or if you had this persona that you're strong, nothing's going to get to you. You are a leader ap- above other leaders. You're a cut above your, your, you know, the bee's knees, whatever. If suddenly something goes wrong and it's on your watch, what a kick to the ego that is. That is a, that is a hard one to come back from for many people. Um, so, you know, through being vulnerable and knowing that you don't know everything and knowing as a leader, you don't need to be this, um, big, strong, all-powerful, omnipotent person, you, you know, you're allowed to have weaknesses. And also as well, you're sharing with other people who can help you overcome things. But in terms of your resilience, it's 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 huge because when things go wrong, you'll know that that's okay. And actually, this is part of a longer journey than, you know, if something goes wrong, I failed, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a really good point. You know, you it's again <laughs> you've written this is about your realness as a leader but it is it's your real your realness as a person your like your ability to be a, a cool and open human is is my new kind of phrase around this and yeah in work if you are doing things truly as a team you are open you share anything that that doesn't go so well and obviously on the good side of it you can share things but and it's the same at home isn't it it's about us talking about issues if you have tough times the more you talk to people and are open with your your feelings and your perceptions and all that of something that the easier it is to to handle and bounce back from which Mm. in my eyes is resilience it's the ability to bounce back from what the world can throw at you yeah and i think we've we've all been there i think we've all maybe at some stage measured our ability in something or maybe been overconfident in something and then had to return of our tail between our legs because it's not gone as well um so yeah it's just about again like you said realness with yourself realness with people and actually another point of this is the fact that if you're open with people about areas that you want to develop then they're going to help you or or they they, hopefully that would be that would be the environment you would build as a leader that people will help each other that's the dream isn't it in a business is you all help each other in those areas. Yeah. I think that's probably another one where we'll hyperlink to the previous blog that was more about what to do to be more vulnerable as a leader. Cause we're kind of talking about the benefits of it here more than the, what you do mm-hmm. So do check back on that one uh, to, to, to get some tips, but you know, ultimately it's not brain surgery. You know, this one is about sharing your thoughts, feelings of 
whatever's going on with you with those that are close to you either personally or professionally so Mm -hmm. so the next one and this is you know it's big it's what relationships and businesses are built on and it's it's how if you're more vulnerable with your teams you are more open more honest from being honest you therefore develop trust of others Mm. which can only be a good thing well, and it, it comes down to, again, if you're the type of leader that has these barriers and defences around your vulnerability, people are going to feel like they know you a lot less. Um, people won't feel as connected to you. Um, and, and, you know, people, it, it just won't, it won't feel natural. It, it, people can tell that that's what you're doing. So through role modelling vulnerability as a leader in, amongst your team, it embodies, you know, high levels of emotional intelligence. It will build stronger teams it will go way beyond the surface level, some of the relationships you have with your team, which then means that, you know, if you know someone and, and like someone and you understand, yeah. you know, their drives and, and what they're doing and, and where they want to be and, and all these other things, then you're likely to trust them a lot more than someone that you feel like is, is not being authentic and genuine or, yeah. or someone that's hiding their weaknesses because you can't, you can't relate to that. Yeah. Well, and also to, to bring it, you know, to a real practical point of if I'm this, again um, bulletproof suit leader and i and the answer to anything is yeah i can do that and i don't turn around and say no or or whatever i'm going to let you down at times i'm going to get caught out at some point and if you come to me and say tom can you write a short story and i say yeah i'm great at short stories out then a week later when i come back with something that's a load of rubbish rather than saying it's not my strength mate um you know, you're going to catch me out and that's no good for our relationship and it's no good for the business that we work in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, again, you can go back to the fact that identifying the strengths of your team is hugely empowering. And if so, if me as a person in your team, if I know that you know that, you know, you know that I'm good at that and that's a strength of mine and that maybe that's something that yeah. you would use me for, I then trust you to know when that time is and to know when actually you're going to give me the opportunity to use one of my strengths and, and show my potential because you're not just going to take everything on yourself or, or do things blindly. Yeah. Um, so there's also the trust in, you know, what, what you're going to do in the future, how you're going to use me as well as on a personal level, yeah. you know, you know, you know, the right time to, to use my skills to develop my abilities because of your self-awareness and openness. Yeah. Yeah, and, and leading on to the next point, which is about how the, all these uh, aspects of vulnerable leadership strengthen relationships with with your team, which will lead to performance. And I think you made a really, really great point there about how if you're open and honest with all these and everyone knows them, you support each other. So um, Catherine in the team, you know, she is a real people person and she's driven by relationships and, and that and how she interacts with people. I'm the other end of the scale. I'm driven by task and results and, and numbers. And sometimes if I'm it completely you know, in a high stress environment, maybe I'll focus too much on the task. And she knows that's my weakness. And I can talk about that being my weakness. So she will be the one who rings me up and says, Alex did a really good job on that. Have you sent him a card to say thank you or if you just called him up to say you smashed it out of the park there mate well done because i'd like to think i do that most of the time but sometimes i'm gonna forget um because i try to do it to be a vulnerable leader but if i forget there's going to be someone who knows that's a weakness of mine who's going to back me up and support me and vice versa 
Yeah, and you're right. That's a really good example. We all get to know each other a lot better because we're letting people in more. Yeah. And and again, you know, just having someone there that maybe we're all different. So maybe there's a side, like you say, if you're more task and you're more great job done, let's go. Yeah. Then if you've got someone in your ear going, well, actually, do you know what about the person behind this? That makes you a, a, a much better leader, doesn't it? Because again, the people in your team are also all different and respond differently to different types of praise. And, and you know, some people might not appreciate, some people might just be like, oh, great. You said I did a good job. Awesome. Some people might need a bit more. And the yeah. fact that you're open with, with the people in your team and you've got people telling you that just makes you a well-rounded leader. Yeah. And it's probably something that's maybe a little bit harder I know a lot of people are returning to their offices now, but particularly in the UK, the traffic was terrible this morning. But in you're the- at home. <laughs> Hang on a minute. You're at home. What do you mean the traffic was terrible? Where did you go? Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but in with a lot of people not returning to offices full time or at all, like like us, this ability to open up probably does require more active thought. You know, I, I think. Over a, over a coffee or over the water cooler or whatever the case may be, if someone asks you a great question, you, you might come out with these weaknesses, vulnerabilities, whatever, whatever we've talked about today. Whereas I think you, you don't ring someone up specifically to say how you feel or what your weakness is. So it actually, it requires more effort, I think, at the moment, both of as a person to be a vulnerable person, but as a leader to, to do it and to get it from your team. Um, so it's one you have to really think about and maybe put in, things in place to to help those personal relationships evolve. Like we try and do a non-work related away day every couple of months where we don't really talk about work. It's just about being open and getting to know each other better, which right, we're, we're not perfect. And I'm not saying we're perfect, but it's something I think has benefited us and brought us closer together in the last 18 months. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, to even elaborate on that a bit as well is that, you know, obviously people have relationships with each other in, in a team and it's just nice to know that the air is clear, everything's open and you know that you understand the dynamics that exist. You know, there's no, there's no manufactured relationships in there where you're like, oh, someone's pretending to be the boss person. Um, I don't quite know how to be with them or I don't know quite how to take them because, you know, I don't even know if they know how to be themselves. Um, so you haven't got any of that awkward situation there because you know what everyone's like, you know how everyone behaves because they're, they're just being themselves and you understand that because they let you in. So in, in terms of long-term performance as well, just it just makes it seem much more well-oiled machine, doesn't it? Than this one where you don't really know what each part does and you don't really know how to interact with each part. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So that was five reasons why vulnerable leadership is a, is a strength. And just, just to quick recap, that is about authenticity. It's about having a positive relationship with weakness. It is about developing your resilience. It is about creating trust. And it is about developing stronger, more meaningful and more productive relationships with mm people in work and clearly we try and apply it to work but as i say i think this is just about being a a cool open human and um all that kind of good stuff so for me i mean i want to thank you for writing this book because it's got me more excited by this subject oh Uh, i i appreciate it um and actually sorry i I was uh you're about to say something really nice and i cut you off (laughs) 
<laughs> I really appreciate it. I think if you haven't already, um, the latest blog actually addresses, because as we say, we're talking now about all the things you can gain from being vulnerable, but actually being vulnerable itself is not easy. You know, some people are actually super scared to show any sign of vulnerability. So in our latest blog, we discuss, you know, what are those fears and how you can overcome them. So as a second part, as a sequel, if you'd yeah. rather, um, that's a good place to, to go to from this one. Yeah, definitely check it out. And as we said, there's that also an older blog, which is about things to do to, to be more vulnerable, which this one's kind of uh, slightly skirted around um, more about the, the positives that, that came for it. So, so yeah, so I hope like for me, the blog and, and this podcast has made you realize this is not an airy fairy subject that for task driven people, you should just sort of smile and move on from. This is something with real hard, tangible benefits to your, your business, your life, your career, and one that you can that anyone can embrace and either reread this blog quickly or if you do want to go into more details there is a lot out there with simon sinek brene brown that you can go into a bit too bit too much for me this is the level <laughs> i operate at so well hope you all enjoyed it. I, i'm not the most deep person so um that will be why it's at that level but <laughs> i was just going to say if you're here now listening to this or you've just read the blog this is only ever going to become more relevant um, you know, it's just the way the world's going. So if you're here now, take the most of that opportunity because th this is this is the future. Well, it is the now as well, but this is only ever going to be what's coming up as well. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. hugely relevant. I would agree. Cool. Well, thanks, Alex. Thank you to everybody who's listened again to us rambling on today. Uh, do check out the website for all those other resources. Uh, we'll link to the other blogs we've talked about, and they're on there. There is the video that summarizes this. There's loads of really cool stuff on there. And you can always give us a shout if there's anything else you want. So on that note, here's to being cooler humans. <laughs>